Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you so much for joining our broadcast, podcast, videocast uh, here uh, on Tell Me Your Story. Uh, we come your way on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. with the radio broadcast, Monday mornings at 1 a.m., streaming live at those times at richarddugan.com. We also uh, have the podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, and many other locations. You folks are reposting us, too. And you know what? Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Uh, we also have a video cast. That's right on YouTube. YouTube is where you can watch Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, where we give you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We give you choices as to how you can listen to the program. You can listen to it on those times and days. You can go on demand to the other locations. You can go to YouTube and watch it. Lots of different ways. Who knows? Maybe one of these days I'll I'll provide you, if you wanted to just read it, we'll, we'll have it transcribed. But that's down the road a bit. We also uh, encourage you to go to our guest website. We'll be giving that to you shortly so that you can continue your evolutionary process. And we also want you to participate in the 2020s, the decade of perfect vision. That's right. We've expanded it to the full decade of the 2020s. We want you to spend time going within and finding that still, quiet, peaceful place so that you can sort of recenter yourself, get rejuvenated, re-energized, and so forth, so as to be able to come back into the world on the outside with a fresher mind, with some new insights and ideas for your life and your life's purpose. And and so we hope you'll do that. And if you'd like to support the work we're doing financially, we would greatly appreciate that. That's why we have a PayPal and Patreon account so that uh, you can do that. It's for your security as well as ours. And so uh, please do so with whatever you can uh, afford to, sh to support us with. We thank you, thank you, thank you. And for those who will help, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't, uh, I can't thank you enough in that regard because... It, it goes a long way to just keep things moving forward. There are costs involved with just about everything we do these days. Uh, well, for, for many years to, uh, that we've been doing things. So um, if you can do that, that would be uh, that would be very grateful. Well, in terms of the 2020s, the decade of perfect vision and going within, we're going to talk about that today. Our returning guest to our program, who is a good friend of mine as well, he is a certified hypnotherapist and here in Santa Barbara, California, with over 25 years of experience. Plus, he is one of only 40 board-certified past-life regression therapists in the nation, as well as a life-between-lives hypnotherapist uh, with his skills in spirit uh, re uh, releasement. And we'll talk about that as well. Uh, he's helped over... 1900 clients of which i happen to be one of them and uh, we uh, thank peter wright for returning to our program to provide us with some great insights uh, here on the program to talk to us about uh, basically going within and uh, getting in touch with that still small voice that's just kind of what we're going to do today thanks for joining us very much Glad to be here today, Richard. I have to tell you that uh, it's it's a pleasure to have you back again. It's been a while since you and I have uh, been together uh, at any level, for that matter. Uh, but I have to say that I recount to many of our to our listeners um, on sort of a semi regular basis my experience with the Life Between Lives uh, hypnotherapy uh, session that I had, which left it was a, it did leave an indelible impression upon me, especially. 
You would think that it would have been that space between the two lives that would have really impressed me. It was my last life that I was that I was so impressed by. It's like, oh, could I just go back to that, please? Uh, and in a way, I'm kind of living that by uh, by virtue of where my wife and I live and all of those good things. But that is just one of the things that you uh, uh, that you have done. And we're going to focus, of course, on uh, as as we talked earlier about. Um, uh, uh, focusing on a uh, our spirit guides and going within and and uh, uh, connecting or in some cases maybe reconnecting maybe we've lost that connection. I guess maybe we should start uh, start maybe taking a look at what we might call uh, the big picture in that regard uh, in terms of the work that you do. All right. What I find in my work as a hypnotherapist is that right up front. I help clients connect with their higher self, that part of them that knows everything that there is to know about them from this life and past lives. And so we invite that um, um, spirit guide to come forth, that higher self, and lead the session with us using hypnosis. Mm -hmm. I find that with hypnosis, um, take you into relaxed state of trance, which is very similar um, to just simply a deep meditative state. Now, are you and finding it, that many of your clients are receptive? Because there are other modalities you use, and when you mention hypnosis, a lot of people, they get a little a little unnerved, like, uh, you're not going to make me uh, cluck like a chicken when I leave here, are you? I mean, I know that's, <laughs> that's the stage hypnosis that we've seen. I've had that experience myself. But are you finding people that are, are receptive? Absolutely, because if you've ever cried while watching a sad film, you've been in trance, ah. reading a good book, watching television. We go in and out of trance every day. It's just simply focused concentration. Now, how many, and I realize this may be very difficult to quantify because everybody's different, but in Catholicism, they talk about your guardian angels. They talk about all of the saints that have gone before us and so forth that are there to help us through, through what they call intercessory prayer, among other things. Uh, right. But who and or what, and then is there any kind of quantitative number uh, that we can look at uh, in terms of that uh, um, army, so to speak, of one, two, or two million uh, that are there for us? that are there to help us, to maybe protect us, to guide us, to, to uh, encourage us, but also maybe to, um, what's, the, what's the word I want here, especially during these times, to calm us, to soothe us. That's the word I wanted. Well, help is all around from the non-physical realm. Um, but help can't help us as much unless we ask for it because we have free choice. I find that uh, for so many of my clients, we're, we're here on earth to um, help our souls evolve. And our souls evolve through the choices that we make. Mm -hmm. Where am I going to go to school? Who am I going to marry? What am I going to have for breakfast tomorrow? Or the small and large choices that determine how our souls unfold, how our lives unfold. And one of the choices can be, I'm going to do it myself. Great. But another choice can be, Richard. I'm going to ask for help from the unseen world. Again, help's all around, but help can't help us as much as we ask for it because mm. of the free choice. So we invite everyone listening in or watching this podcast to ask for help. Yeah. <laughs> I know that a lot of people in the material world, 
they are of the attitude I, I I don't take charity work. You know, Peter, I appreciate the fact that you want to help me and support me in this way, but yeah. we don't take charity work. That's not what we do. You know, we're we're proud Americans and and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not that's not what I'm saying here. But there are those moments in our lives when the reason why we develop community is for mutual support. Right. Yeah. And that community isn't just in the material world, as we are discussing here. It includes angels and archangels, uh, ascended masters, loved ones from the other side, uh, and others from the light. How do we... First of all, you've, you've sort of answered the first question, you know, where do we start? And that is, if you need help, ask for help. Mm-hmm. Right. Then the next question is, who, who do we address in this context of what we're talking about here, uh, in terms of asking for that help. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so what I invite you to do is to go into a meditative state into your heart. Go into your heart. Your head doesn't really isn't as connected as your heart is. But by going through your help, your heart, ask for help from the non-physical realm, from your spirit guide mm-hmm. or guides, from um, ascended masters or teachers or loved ones who've passed on because they're all around us and eager to support us. Is there any particular, because a lot of people are going to look for it, is there any particular, say, documentation anywhere that supports this practice, uh, you know, uh, in, 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 this, in this way? Because I know there are those who would be listening who would say, well, no, all I need to do, I just need to go to Jesus. Jesus is the only one. Uh, that's it. End of story. You know, and so on and so forth. And he's not a wishing well. He's not a Santa Claus. Those kinds of things. Again, we're, we're getting into almost sort of we're getting into our minds, our, our egos, our personalities, rather than getting into our hearts. Right? Right. So oh, often mixed in with this is our beliefs. So if you've been raised in particular uh, religion or uh, practice, then take that route if that's most appropriate for you to, to, to choose to do, but ask for help. Don't do this alone mm-hmm. because it makes life so much easier when we do um, ask for help and express gratitude. That's critical mm-hmm. as well. Is, is help the only purpose for which they are here. Now, I know I ran down a laundry list of things that we they could be here for, but from your experience, what are the other uh, supporting roles that they provide to us as individuals? From my perspective and working with so many different clients in the spirit realm uh, with their uh, guides and, and, and masters and teachers, um, they can help us in so many different ways in our lives, uh, pave the way for us um, through our intuition, because your soul speaks through your imagination. And if you want to um, shift, make changes in your life using your imagination, you can call forth to those in the non-physical realm and ask for their guidance, ask for synchronicities, ask for what you want to make your life more fulfilling. Mm. They're here to serve us, to support us on our own journeys, because eventually, regardless of your beliefs, perhaps that leads back to source or God or whatever you call Mm -hmm. uh, the divine. And 
when we call upon them for help for whatever or for whatever other reason as you've mentioned mm-hmm. how do we ensure that they are as the phrase i've heard because I've, I've heard this phrase used uh, of god of the divine how how do we make sure that we're not being hoodwinked by some uh, mischievous uh, entity so what i uh the the question that I ask when working um, through clients who are in a way channeling their guidance, their spirit guides and so on, is this. Are you in service to the light and love of the one infinite creator? Mm. If that question is posed and that energy is, if you will, not of the light, is negative or whatever, mm-hmm. it cannot lie and say, yes, I am. So for me, that's my bellwether question that if I'm, excuse me, I'm speaking with um, uh, someone you're channeling that purports to be from the light. um, If they say yes in answer to that question, they must be from the light. Mm In our uh, in, in our uh, material world, we have educational institutions, and uh, many times, and depend and and in probably every level, uh, mm-hmm. within each classroom, there are uh, teachers' aides, uh, teachers' assistants, TAs as they call them, uh, and people have referred to this earth for us spiritual beings having a human experience. This mm-hmm. is a classroom where we're here to learn. Exactly. And yep. Yep. so, with these. Spirit guides, as we're going to use that term here, um, is that basically their role? Yes, they're here to keep us on track and learning lessons that we've chosen to learn from um, this lifetime in this particular body. Um, They know where we are in every moment and where we're headed next. So they can affect every aspect of our life. But it's in service to the greater good. It's not all about me. Yeah. <laughs> it's about all about us. Us, yeah. And that's that seems to have been made very clear to us, uh, to many of us, over the last four or five years, in this country specifically. But then when the virus hit, uh, especially the United States, when we decided to shut down in, uh, in um, mid-March mm-hmm. of 2020, uh, uh, that's when you heard a lot of people saying that we're in this together, even though the the slogan was we're in this together alone, you know, because we had to stay sheltered from one another for the time being. Um, So we're but but the thing is, is even if we say that we're we're in this together alone, but we're not alone, are we? We've we've never been alone, have we? We've never been exactly, and we just need to open our hearts to that possibility, then allows the help to come forth. Hmm. So when you talk about uh, these, these spirit guides and you either ask, you're asking for help, um, are there specific guides that are just for me? And then there are some that are just for you or because uh, Time is a time and space is a human construct, mm-hmm. but to right. spirit guides, there is no time, there is no space, and I would venture, even though there are eight billion people on the planet, 
There are probably far more spirit guides and uh, in that general category than we could shake a stick at. Right, 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 right. Because I find that we have at least one main earthly guide and a guardian angel with us at all times. Mm. And this particular spirit guide is with us from birth. And it that guide could have once actually been um, an actual person or, or not, mm-hmm. but often they have had uh, lifetimes as real people. And so by calling them forth through your heart, then we can also then uh, work more closely with them and get to know them. Mm. Well, I know that that's one of the things that we definitely want to encourage people to do is to get to know them. But I have to wonder a little bit, sort of side aside here, if in this process of getting to know them, mm-hmm. we're also going to get to know ourselves, which for some, from their belief systems, as well as uh, their experiences in this life, might be a little on the scary side, because there are parts of us that maybe we're not real proud of, or we've had these different traumas that we've buried. And at some point, we we really need to, we don't have to, but we really need to deal with those, don't we? Because isn't it the biblical adage, ye shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. And as long as you ignore and deny the truth of who you are, and there's nothing wrong with who you are, it's just knowing what has made what makes up who you are you know what what are the elements that made you who you are today and you can't eliminate any of those elements because then you're not the person you are today uh, let's talk just a little bit about that in terms of getting to know oneself i think that's a very important issue that you brought up and from my perspective of working with clients who are dealing with a lot of trauma from their pasts or of having fear or anxiety or resentment or grief is that at every single moment of our lives, we are, if you will, doing the very best we can do in that moment. Otherwise, we would be doing something different. Mm -hmm. And the same is true of those around us. They're doing the best that they can in that single moment. And so what I invite us to do is that to be as compassionate as possible about um, our actions as we look back in our lives. Because since I was doing the best I could do then, forgive yourself if it wasn't, quote, the best overall, Mm. because you were doing the best you could have done in that moment itself. So forgive yourself and love yourself for that. But if it was a low point in your life or you made decisions that were not uh, the best for you, um, strive to do better next time. Because that's what are these, these challenges that we're facing in life give us the opportunity to make different choices that can improve um, the lives of ourselves and those around us. Hmm. There are those who espouse, uh, in a particular philosophy, the end of the world. Armageddon, you know, the, and, and, and constant movies keep coming out, post-apocalyptic events. And it's like, I just don't want to, that's not, I, I just don't see that. If it's going to happen, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not right. saying I'm going to deny it, but I don't need to be thinking about it all the time by watching these films. But yet there are people who have the philosophy 
that says that there is going to come a time when mankind is just going to be scattered hither and yon and uh, just great tumult, if you will, and tribulation and on and on and on. Uh, and then there'll be this period of peace and calm and everything. And, 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 uh, I, I just, I just look at that and I'm going, that's a, that's a beautiful, that's a, that's a neat story. Makes a great movie because there've been many movies made like that, right. but there's just, I just don't have that uh, the feeling. And I'm wondering about feelings in terms of our spirit guides. Uh, they, they don't manipulate our emotions but do they use our emotions in some fashion to help us to learn certain lessons along the way? But it's still our choice whether we learn it, learn it or not? It's our choice whether we learn it or not. And often this is related to karma from earlier in this life or past lives. Mm -hmm. What goes around comes around. So what we're helping ourselves, what we are helping to do for our souls in this life is to make choices that will allow our souls to grow. And um, so therefore, these choices that we make um, are sometimes for our highest good. Well, it's all for our highest good, sure. but uh, it can be there to, to um, help us move forward or challenge us. But either way, we're learning. It's all about learning. And that brings me to um, a couple of words that I've been working to eliminate from my vocabulary. And I share this with others, the words success and failure, because if this is just a learning institute, if you will, the earth, there is no success or failure if you're learning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I, I, I hate to, to, to beat a dead horse, but Edison and the light bulb, he didn't fail. However many times they say he failed, he said, I learned that many times how the light bulb didn't work until I came up with the right combination of elements that made it work. Isn't that sort of what we're doing with our lives too, uh, in terms of making it work, but the same solution for making our lives work isn't necessarily the same throughout our lives because of change. Right. And so we're, we're here to navigate change, to mm -hmm. make choices, to learn lessons, to forgive ourselves and forgive everyone else around us and operate as much as possible from our heart, because our heart knows best for our highest good. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the role that our spirit guides play, uh, you know, because I think we've we've pretty well uh, surmised and and uh, and stated rather clearly not so much surmising uh, the role they play in this life uh, mm -hmm. but in terms of when we leave the body which is you know we can call it death I call it transformation uh, or transitioning actually transitioning it's still a transformation uh, but mm -hmm. um, you know again as we said at the beginning of the program we're in this together alone but we're not alone so what role are they playing uh, at the time of our departure from this vehicle? They're often present to assist us in reviewing and evaluating whether we or not attained uh, the objectives that we set forth for that lifetime. Kind of like Albert Brooks and, uh, and uh, uh, Meryl Streep in that, uh, the movie uh, Life Review. Exactly, exactly. And we have a life review. I, uh, part of my practice involves 
uh, taking clients um, in to meet with their council of elders in the spirit realm, where they have a chance to uh, talk with them about um, past lives and this life and the challenges they're facing in this life as a way to make course corrections, mm. if you will, in moving forward. Now, in the 1900 people that you have worked with up to this point in the past 25 years, is there a common denominator when it comes to that council of elders or what have you? Um, are there similarities that you have found? Because from my experience, you did not lead me in the hypnosis. You asked me what I was seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, smelling, what I was aware of and so forth. And right. I gave you the information. So I know that's the process that you go through. Mm -hmm. Are there similarities that you have found? And I know there are studies and other people who, uh, like uh, Dr. Newton of uh, Life Between Lives, uh, who found similarities with the work he was doing. How about you? Well, I, in fact, I do uh, Michael Newton's work, Life Between Lives. Mm -hmm. um, and I find that your council of elders, if you will, are a group of, of very wise individuals who work with you, but are there to support you and help you be all that you can be. Uh, they're not there to condemn you or, or, uh, or uh, uh, cause problems for you. Rather, they're uh, your, your uh, coaches, your mentors, as well as with your spirit guides as well, to assist you on your soul's journey. Now, this leads us into an area where, as you are taking us into this hypnotic uh, state or state of hypnosis, and you are asking the questions that elicit uh, our answers, mm -hmm. those answers that we're giving are coming from somewhere. And in this case, if, if I'm correct in this, uh, it's coming from our imagination, but it's not something that we are making up. Right. It's coming from your, in the trance state, and with my clients, it's coming from your soul. Okay. Your soul speaks to your imagination, as I pointed out earlier. So just get out of the way and trust first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. Because I find that about 60% of my clients are visual. So mm. we meet with higher self or go into a past life. Those clients see it all in their imagination. They're starring in their own motion picture costume drama if it's a past life we're visiting. But so, about 40% of my clients, and I'm in this group myself, are more auditory or sensing or mm. feeling. So whenever I meet with my higher self or go into a past life, I don't see anything. I hear it. I sense it. I feel it. Uh, but I just don't see it. Yeah. So it's very easy for my ego mind to say, Peter, you're making this up. Well, I'm making up this story, not that one over there. It's coming from somewhere. Yeah. So just let it speak through you, however it chooses to do so. I remember asking you before we started our session, uh, and this was some time ago, uh, how are you going to know that I'm not just making it up just to, so you will hear what you want to hear? And I think your response was uh, words to the effect, well, it depends on how much you really want to get out of this as to whether or not you share with me honestly or you make it up. Just trust whatever's coming forth. Yeah. Um, because that, 
where we're talking with your true self at that point, uh, where the answers come easily, effortlessly, and they're, you're being guided um, by your guides um, throughout the process. And we just get out of the way <laughs> and be present. Yeah. Air first off, first feeling, first sentence, first voice. Now, you've been doing this for 25 years. What did you do before this that got you interested in this 25-year journey that I know hasn't ended yet? When I was a kid, maybe eight, nine years of age, my older brother had a comic book collection. He's three years older than I. And there was a Superman comic book that attracted my attention. Back then, there were ads in the last few pages of comic books. And in this particular Superman issue, there was an ad for a book called How to Hypnotize Your Friends. Whoa. So I went up to my father, who was a mortgage banker, and I showed him the ad. And I said, Dad, I really want to buy this book, but I don't have any money. Can you help me? Well, my father looked at the ad and looked at his loving son and said, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> so it killed it for 25 years. Well, not for 15 years. So I got my um, uh, master's degree, came back to Washington, D.C. And um, in international relations and began taking classes in hypnosis because I realized that that's what I really wanted to, to, to do. Mm. And so that launched me and have been doing it along the way ever since. Is there an aspect of the uh, the process that intrigues you more than others, or is it the whole the whole shebang from start to finish? Um, it's, it's the experience of helping clients uh, quickly release issues that have been with them for far too long by empowering them to look within themselves, connect with their own inner guidance, heart, higher self, and guides, and then giving them tools to work with this inner wisdom team as they move forward in their lives so they can do it themselves. So mm. that's what I think that spurs me on in this practice. Yeah. Uh, have you found uh, how have you found it rather extraordinary some of the things people have described that they've experienced uh, under hypnosis? Uh, anything that really shocked you uh, uh, or uh, and I would venture that you kind of have to keep your emotions in check, especially if they share something <laughs> that makes you laugh right. or maybe touches you on an emotional level uh, in some fashion. Uh, what about uh, what about th those kind of experiences for you? I had a client several years ago who was an airline pilot who was a frustrated opera singer. He loved to sing opera, but he couldn't trill his R's. And this is just in his spare time. So he was wondering if there was something that was preventing him from trilling his R's. Well, we asked his higher self, was this from this life or a past life? Higher self said it was from a past life. So we took him back into that particular experience that prevented him from being able to trill his R's in this life. He found himself to be a, um, on board a German submarine during World War II. And the submarine was torpedoed by allied forces it sank and everybody died. And what we'd realized from going through that experience was that when he died, he died of asphyxiation, his throat. So part of the protocol involved in releasing these uh, past life issues is to go through the life, then through the death, and then into the spirit realm 
to meet with those who were involved with that um, as characters in that drama. And so what he did was, as that seaman aboard the submarine, imagining himself meeting with the captain of this particular submarine. And he berated the captain for uh, not being able to elude the, um, uh, to prevent the submarine from sinking. Mm -hmm. The captain apologized. He said, I did the best I could. And so the seaman forgave him. Mm. And that, when he did that, he could feel a shift in his throat. The client could feel that. So we got together a week later to talk about the session as part of the follow-up. And what he shared with me was that um, as a result of that session, he could now trill his R's. Oh, wow. So <laughs> coming to closure, forgiving what uh, what happened to the you know the submarine captain and mm -hmm. so on yeah was enough to reclaim the ability for his throat to easily be open as he uh, sang opera interesting wow. and then what pleased me was that he went onto the internet and in fact was able to from the memory of the date that this his death occurred the name of the submarine and the name of the captain that he was able to capture during our session, he found that in fact, that submarine captain and boat did exist during World War II and was torpedoed by allied forces. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I find so fascinating about uh, past life regression is that in many instances, uh, not that it's necessarily required, because an individual's experience is just that, their experience. And I am not about to discount it in any way, because it's their experience. Who am I? I wasn't there, you know. Uh, but then when you have those kinds of facts to to uh, somehow, they somehow sync right up with your particular event, it's like, Wow. How, how could he have known that? It was not an area of expertise for him. It wasn't a study that he was doing on World War II or anything. It just, and then all of a sudden that comes up. And I wonder if spirit guides weren't involved in him reconnect or him connecting with that information from the mm -hmm. past mm -hmm. uh, that helped him to say, yeah, maybe he was still a little doubtful, you know. Right. Uh, and now it's like, hey. That really happened. Amazing. Yes. We're talking with Peter Wright. Uh, what's your website, Peter? So we can send people there. We will be linked to your website as well so that uh, people can find out more about the work that you do and, and maybe connect with you because you don't have to be in Santa Barbara, California to do this. You can be uh, anywhere because we, uh, just as we're doing this program, nude on Zoom. Right. The website address is www.insightsfromwithin.com insights from within and that is what we want you folks to uh, tap into those insights from within.com and uh we hope that you will uh, uh solicit peter in that regard to to get more information now we've talked about a lot of things here but uh, let's uh maybe go in here uh, uh to an area where those who may be in their vehicles and so forth might you, know, you go ahead and listen, but don't do what we're about to talk, tell you to do necessarily, because <laughs> we want you to stay focused on what you're doing, and that's operating a heavy piece of heavy machinery. But if you're sitting calmly, uh, quietly somewhere, or you're watching the video somewhere, uh, we ask you to to uh, uh, just you know calm the mind and fi find a peaceful position and so forth. And let's talk, Peter, about 
how we connect with our mm-hmm. spirit guides uh, from let's uh, however many steps there are in this process so as mm-hmm. to be able to, uh, uh, to to do what we need to do. All right. So first I invite you to surround yourself with a bubble or shield of white protective light. Just imagine you have a bubble or shield all around you because that just allows you to be in your, if you will, uh, space, in, centered in your own space. Um, and then from your heart, um, express a strong intention that you'd like to invite a spirit guide to join you. Express that out loud if you can, or through your thoughts, again, through your heart. Then third, imagine, sense, feel, pretend that a spirit guide has joined you. And from your heart, welcome the guide. Thank the guide for coming, again, through your heart. Thanking the guide for joining you. And then spend a few seconds feeling the love the support that you have from that guide. It's unconditional. Their guide is there to support you, to assist you in that moment. Gratitude is so important in this work. Mm. Then um, ask a question. What do I need to focus on today? What do I need to know today? Or some other, or an open, another open-ended question. And then shut up, (laughs) be silent, get out of the way and uh, become aware of the first thought, the first feeling, the first image, the first whatever you get. Hmm. I like these examples of uh, what do I need to focus on today, to know today, to experience today. Um, ask open-ended questions, as you've said, and that's the way you're supposed to conduct an interview. Uh, you know, you don't want to ask a question that only requires a yes or no answer because it's going to be a short interview. Uh, right. Also, um, as you say, post pose questions, and as you say, pause or or shut up. <laughs> uh, and 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 in these kinds of interviews, sometimes I have trouble doing that because I'll pose the question and I'll throw out examples and and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it is a conversation that we're having too. Um, so okay, so you are now listening, and of course, mm-hmm. one of the things you encourage them to do is have a pad and paper, a pad and a pen, or or a pencil or whatever, whatever implements you're going to use to record the information you are going to receive. Exactly. So for me, I have my computer open. Okay. And I have a question from yesterday. What's your message for me for today? And I pose it. I then be quiet and I listen or sense or feel. And then I begin typing whatever they tell me or writing down whatever they tell me through first thought, first feeling or whatever, as I've mentioned. Mm. Um, because if I, my, my belief here is that if I'm so busy typing or writing, I can't possibly be making this up myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, Have fun with it. there's another part of this, though, that requires us to, uh, I think, trust our intuition, which sounds like we're, we're trusting the same thing that we're listening to. But it's, it's basically, uh, does the answer that you are getting feel right? I've gone I- to... I've gone to mediums, I've gone to intuitives, psychics, whatever you want to call them, tarot readers, and I will ask them questions. Mm -hmm. 
But what I have learned, Peter, and this kind of goes to this, I'm not going to them to get the answers to these questions. I'm going to them to confirm what I already know. Exactly. Yep. So, yep. so when you talk about does it feel right, mm-hmm. that you cannot really define for the client. They're the ones who have to determine what it, what the feeling is that feels right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And does it make sense? Yeah. And if you're not sure, what do you do? Ask again? Ask again. Okay. Um, drill down. Um, go into your heart and send even more love to yourself. Because by turn up your heart light. You know, feel the heart energy surrounding you as you ask your question again, out loud if possible. Mm-hmm. And again, be silent and listen or sense or feel. Yeah. And here's a kicker. Yeah. And here's a kicker. Uh, and I've heard this uh, many times when people talk about praying to God, which in a, in a manner of speaking, you're kind of doing this already in terms of you're asking these questions and what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will ask a question you're expecting, and that's in your ego, your personality, your head. You're expecting yes. And sometimes the answer is no. Now, how can that be? Or the answer is not yet. Ah. So if the answer is not yet, I find that by asking the question, you're in a way magnetizing that answer to come from your guidance Mm -hmm. at some point. Mm -hmm. Maybe not yet. So be very aware then in the coming days of uh, synchronicities of uh, conversations with people that suddenly give you the answer to that question or watching a TV show. And, oh my gosh, that's the answer that I was seeking. Mm. So when those occur, express gratitude because that's your answer and act upon it. Now, there may be times when you'll put out these questions, again, open-ended questions, waiting for an answer. An answer just doesn't come while you are in this inquiry phase, meditative phase, if you will, hypnotic phase. Uh, And so you still need to be grateful because the answer could come later. Right. Could come later. Exactly. Or maybe it's not time at all for it. Or the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because not everything that we want, we get. Yeah. Very interesting. We're talking with Peter Wright, um, uh, and we're, we're talking about this aspect of getting in touch with your spirit guides, your inner self, your higher self. Um, the website that uh, we want you to go, go to uh, to find out more about Peter and the work that he is doing is Insights, that's with an S, Insights from Within. Is that correct? That's correct.com. .com. Insightsfromwithin.com. And uh, we encourage you to uh, to do just that. Now, here's another area that we need to talk about because we're still in that state. Now, we haven't left the state yet where we're now waiting for an answer that we didn't get in uh, that, uh, that place of inquiry. Uh, so now we've got to bring this session to a close. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Well, so just um, express gratitude for 
what has occurred and bring yourself on back to count from five down to one to full waking consciousness and get on with your life. I find that you don't need to spend a lot of time every day connecting with your uh, spirit guides. It doesn't take long at all to do so. Um, plus, from my own perspective, I need to get on with my day. <laughs> Life <laughs> has to happen around me. Yeah. <laughs> so express gratitude and anticipate a response mm -hmm. in the coming days um, and get out of the way. Yeah. Now, I have found over the years that I may not spend those times in inquiry, okay, as I will, I will define what we've just described, what you've just described. What I find is along the lines of what Teresa Neumann said, and this is from the book Autobiography of a Yogi, where he quotes her as saying that God is amongst the pots and the pans. I would say that the spirit guides are amongst the pots and the pans. So even when I'm maybe doing the dishes or I'm taking out the trash or I'm cleaning the cat boxes or I'm working on the foundation for our greenhouse or whatever other or even doing production, uh, producing things in a creative manner. I'm I'm sometimes I'm my mind might bring up, you know, gee, I, I sure would like to, you know, get an answer to this question. And I'm, I and it's like more of a sort of, you know, Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus. Uh, as she's watching her son do all of these things, she's pondering these things in her heart. And that's kind of what I do with my queries, if you will, mm -hmm. is that though I may not take the time to, to call, be in, at peace and in a calm space and so on and so forth, I am still kind of putting it out there. As a matter of fact, there are times these days I'm going... Please deliver us to Ireland. Deliver us to Ireland, which is a big dream of my wife's and mine. And I'm not sure how that one's going to go over with the spirit guides, because uh, it's not exactly a question. It's more of a request. Um, but I put it out there and I keep telling my wife, look, you know, I realize you want to go now. But my belief is that there is divine right timing. Talk to mm -hmm. us about that in terms of our requests and, and so forth. And so when you're asking for a request through your heart, always through the heart, ask for the most benevolent outcome for yourself and everybody else around you. Uh, because if it's a sort of a group effort, then everybody benefits. If it's for something that you sincerely are looking for, um, I remember, uh, lived for many years in Washington, D.C., and while I was uh, learning to be a hypnotherapist, had uh, days, a regular job, uh, working for uh, a trade association, and it was time for me to move on to the next position. Mm. And so I decided, living in Washington, that I wanted to work anywhere in the city, as long as it was at Connecticut and K, across um, uh, at the very center of, of, of town. Mm -hmm. So it could be anywhere as long as it was there. So I sent out to my guidance, the feeling, the sense, the desire of working at this wonderful job at Connecticut and K with this amount of money, blah, 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 what I wanted. But I added, or something even better for my highest good, because it could be, you know, something better that I didn't know about at that point could appear that was even better than the Connecticut and K job. Well, as it turned out, I got the ideal job for me. 
But is it, was it Connecticut and L? Oh my God, not Connecticut and K. But then I realized that the subway that I took from my home to Connecticut and K had an exit at Connecticut and L. Uh -huh. So in rea reality, I got my wish. Uh, so ask for what you want. Put a lot of energy into it. Yeah. What it feels like when you get the job. What you're going to be telling your friends when you get the job. But ask for that or something even better. So you cover all bases. So I have I have been willing to go through this process of uh, of inquiry. Uh, I've gone through the opening and the midsection, and I've closed the session, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, now nah, you just made it up. You just made it up. Now, <laughs> why why does that come up after everything that I just did? Well, the ego is locked in the third dimension. And the thoughts, feelings, attitudes, beliefs that are with you here in the third dimension. What we're dealing with, working with spirit guides and the like, is we're working in a way in the fifth dimension, where all possibilities exist for you. And so the third dimension doesn't believe in higher self because it can't prove that it's there. Or spirit guides, the, the, the ego has never seen a spirit guide as far as it's concerned. It's there to protect you mm -hmm. based on reality. So I just invite you, though, to not fall back into that ego perspective, because by asking your guidance and encouraging them to work with you and giving gratitude, then, in fact, when it does happen, it can prove to the ego that, in fact, what we're working with in the spirit realm is there to support us and help us. Mm. This to me is fascinating because it's setting up a, a scenario where there could very well come a time for most people if they do this on a regular basis. Just And again, it doesn't have to be for a long extended period of time to start with. I mean, five minutes, even if it's just five minutes to start, uh, that eventually what happens is you start to do that even without the meditative or hypnotic uh, uh, thing, mm -hmm. such as what I'm doing now. And just I just put it out there. I just put right. it out there, you know, and yep. uh, it's really it's really very fascinating uh, in, in that regard. Peter writes, my guest insights uh, from within is uh, uh, where we want you to go. Insights from within dot com. We will be linked to your website, Peter. And uh, Peter Wright is my guest. Um, let's talk a little bit before we wrap things up here. How do we. As, as uh, some might say, prime the pump. By the way, I heard the definition or the origins of that phrase once. I won't go into it now, but it was really interesting. Uh, but how do we prime the pump so that we can get to that place where we uh, maybe are, maybe not inquiring, but just being with our spirit guides mm -hmm. regularly, even throughout the day, as we're going through our day-to-day -day activities? Set the intention. Get out of the way. Know that you can do this. We are much more powerful than our ego minds think that we are. So express what you want with a lot of emotion, a lot of energy, a lot of intention, trust in the process. Um, and based on feedback, keep, keep asking for the most benevolent outcome for yourself. Because that's why we're here. We're here to um, help our souls evolve to uh, create what we want in our lives, to yeah. get uh, what, what brings us the greatest joy, but also 
to give back to others, to be of service to others as well. So it's a dance that we, that we are in, but one that involves, if you would like, the help of the spirit realm, the guides who work with us and through us, rather than having to do it all yourself. Here's some interesting ways in which you can continue to boost the connection. And, and some of them are, are, from my perspective, it's like, really? But oh, wait a minute. No, that does make sense. Now, the first one, I, got no, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I'd be out there with a sign saying, be out in nature. Nature mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, Peter, talk to me about this. Nature is our greatest teacher. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're out and walking, walking on the earth, grounding yourself, keeping yourself connected to all that is around you. The beauty of it inspires you to, to be in that special place within you where all possibilities exist. Now, here are a couple here that, see, uh, the reason I chuckle is because uh, this is part of uh, the process that I have to do to keep the uh, the physical battery to our trailer uh, charged, and that is I have to add water. So you got to stay hydrated. <laughs> so you got to keep your batteries full of water, as it were, as well as keep your body active, laugh, find humor in gratitude wherever you can. Now, I remember hearing... Uh, somebody saying, and I can't remember if it was on a religious program when I was working over there in Phoenix or after that, they said, if you're looking for the devil, you're going to find him and you will find him under every rock. If you're looking for God or the good, you'll find it everywhere. Right. And laugh a lot. It yeah. raises your vibration. Yeah. And it makes it easier for you to connect with your own guidance. This is also meditate daily. And again, start five minutes. Yeah. You know, five, matter of fact, if you just woke up, your alarm went off. What's five minutes going to be? If maybe you sit up, just go ahead and sit up in the bed. You don't have to leave the bed, especially if it's nice and toasty warm. Uh, you don't have to leave the bed, but maybe sit up and get in a comfortable position uh, and the reason I say sit up is because if you stay lying down, you may fall back asleep and you'll have to wait for the snooze alarm to go off again. And even just for five minutes, just those five minutes, do the process that Peter has described to us on the program and, and then come out of that and then begin your day. Uh, that's to me, I, I would venture, Peter, that that could be just as rejuvenating as the shower you're about to take next. Plus, you have the awareness that you're not alone, that you've asked for help, and help is there listening and assisting you at every step along the way. Now, you uh, have all, you are currently offering to our listeners a free 30-minute consultation in person or by phone, and obviously it would be by phone or Skype or Zoom, so that uh, if you think you might be interested in possibly working with Peter, you can go to, as we've said before, Insights from within.com and you'll find a contact form that uh, you can fill out and then send back to peter and then during that 30 minute free consultation uh, you can share with peter what you'd like to focus on or resolve or heal or let go of during our uh, during uh, the uh, the work session together uh, and uh, then, of course, he does a follow-up. And then, of course, uh, again, uh, we encourage you to stay connected with Peter uh, through insightsfromwithin.com. Peter, 
I want to thank you so much for giving us this time here on the program. We're going to have you back because there's obviously there's a whole lot more to talk about. Uh, You know, we've kind of summarized and we encourage people to listen uh, once again to the program uh, to to recapture this information that that you've shared with us or contact you. And and you'll be more than happy to take them even during that consultation, take them through the process. Uh, And then, of course, you have a and you do you have a very unique approach. And uh, we encourage people to uh, to get in touch with you. Again, insightsfromwithin.com. Peter, thanks again for joining us. I do have three final questions that I want to ask you. But, uh, again, I really appreciate uh, all of the information you've given us today. Thank you. want to remind our listeners before I ask Peter his three questions. We're here Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday mornings at 1 a.m. I had to refocus there. We have podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, and many other locations. We also encourage you to go to um, the, uh, the 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 uh, uh, video cast on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. It's Richard Dugan. Uh, you can type in Richard Dugan, tell me your story. Just look for the hat and you'll find me and you can listen and watch these interviews and you can see the people. It's so much nicer to see the folks uh, that we're talking with uh, and you can put a, a face to the name and then continue your evolutionary process by going to the website. And in this case, it's insightsfromwithin.com. And if you'd like to support the work we're doing, please do so through PayPal and Patreon accounts and certainly use this method that Peter has shared with us today to go within during the decade of the 2020s and uh, find that uh, peaceful, quiet place. Listen to that still small voice. Ask the questions. Be persistent. And and uh, and we would love to hear from you in that regard. Okay, so for my first of three questions, which I probably asked you in the other programs, but hey, the, the answers might change. They may or may not. And you may have answered them to some degree within the program, but I'd like to ask them pointedly. And the first is, who is Peter Wright? Ah, uh, Peter Wright is... Um, a human being who is eager to be of service to those um, around to um, help others on their journey, because I know that help is out there and let's work together to assist you in moving forward and getting rid of the blocks that are preventing you from getting what you want in life. What is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you're doing now? To reach as many people as possible who are open to connecting with their own guidance, all the helps available to them, um, using hypnosis as a tool to do so, and then giving them tools to use so they can continue with that um, on their own journey with the assistance of their higher self, heart, and spirit guides. Mm -hmm. And finally, what is your life's purpose? Of service. I'm here to to help others on their journey because I've been helped on my journey and know how beneficial it can be and how it can open your heart to all possibilities in the world. Peter Wright, once again, thank you. Insightsfromwithin.com is the website which we will be linked to. I thank you again, Peter, and I thank you for listening to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast. Love to law.